So after this episode, we're going to take one week off for the holidays, and then we will see you back for our next episode, which will be, um, I guess, Monday right around uh, New Year's time. So uh, we wish you guys a happy and healthy holiday break, and uh, we will see you on the return. Love you guys. This week on Hey the Parents, we're talking about dogs. What's that? You want more responsibility, you say? Don't worry. We're discussing who gets to walk the pup in the winter, those vet bills, adoption, breeders, training, and getting your first dog. Why do I love my pet Roomba? We'll talk about that too. And of course, we talk about our dogs when we were younger, mishaps with their own kids, and what the supposed experts say. Because it's the three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing. No tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, welcome back. It's us again. What's going on? Hello. <laughs> hey, Mike Levine. What's hey, Sarah on? D. What How are you doing? What's up? Man, we are back. I can't believe that we are so close to uh, that winter lovely vacation where the kiddos look at us and they say, hey, hey, what are we doing today? <laughs> what are we doing right Gosh. now? I'm hungry. I just had snack. I want snack again. Can we have lunch early and then another lunch? It's about that magical time of the year. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I think it, it just seems like, that. yeah, we just got to get our heads wrapped around that whole thing because it seems like no matter what is kind of on its way, it's inevitable. But you know what? Listen, guys, while we were getting in that wintry spirit this week, um, actually, it was yesterday. Um, my wife was like, you know what? I have an idea. I want to make a mess in the house. I'm like, sounds cool. <laughs> so we had a gingerbread competition uh, with our oldest son and his friends, which actually turned to be really cute. Oh, so when that's we cool. Were, um, yeah, it was really cool. So when we were when we were younger, um, before kids. Uh, BK, um, we ended up um, having uh, these holiday parties, winter parties, and um, it was like at a time in our lives where like, you know, we we're like, hmm, let's plan 12 courses of snacks. Now it's like, you know, that doesn't work. But we were planning all these big holiday parties and um, we would we would do like kind of like a big like a uh, multi-course extravaganza followed by um, a thematic uh, gingerbread competition with our friends. And <laughs> I remember like years ago, my wife and I were like, man, imagine like down the road if we have kids like and then they're old enough to compete and have their own competition and they were like wow and then that moment left us but now <laughs> it's crazy now that we are actually at this stage so he had his friends over um and uh there were 11 of them so we just divided them into teams it was like oh, a, wow. you know, one uneven group yeah it was crazy we bought like i was talking to mike it was very funny because my wife went to the store and she got these gingerbread houses and they were like um like you know how you can't really tell what they're going to like, by the picture, you can't tell how big they are. So, like, yeah. she got them, and it was, like, a pickup. And then they were, like, they were more, like, gingerbread outhouses than they were houses. So, uh, they were okay. very, very I small. Know. Yes, so, <laughs> so, we had to quickly figure something out. So, I was talking to Mike, and then I'm, like, you know, going to Target. He's, like, wait, why are you at Target? Why don't you go to some other place? I'm, like, yeah. oh, because I want to pay full price. So, I went inside, <laughs> and um, fortunately, they had them there. There was, like, a little sale, but it was still overpriced. Um, and they had, like, full-size <laughs> ones. But the first thing that I saw was um, they had, like, it, it's so over the top. It was, like, a gingerbread target store kit that oh, was a gingerbread Lord. like target bus kit and then it was like an amphitheater <laughs> not an amphitheater it was a football field and then i'm looking i'm like panicking i'm like what do i do do i buy like a a target store and look at like a compound and then turn around and then behind me there were all like the you know the Houses. setups but you yeah, know. it's crazy my wife already got like all the like little snacks all the candies and all set up <laughs> yes, yes. but um but like in these packs it came with more so it was just completely over the top you know, I feel like the gingerbreads, when you buy them, they never come out the way they look like on the box, right? Like the no. box looks amazing. It looks epic. Yes. In, and you buy these gingerbread houses thinking like, oh, my God, I'm going to I'm going to have a competition with my family. and I'm going to I'm going to rock this. This is going to look awesome. And then it's like when you actually get down to it, 
just seems so hard. <laughs> yeah, like it, on the fine print, yeah. it, it's almost like cereal boxes, right? Like yeah. when you see the cereal in the morning in the commercials, yeah. and it says like you know like when they serve like fresh fruit and like pancakes and orange <laughs> juice in the background, it looks like you know it's like for your uh, you know recommendation on the sides, whatever it says. You know if you if you see the French Alps behind um, your gingerbread house on the cover, <laughs> you're probably in trouble. Yeah. I want to know who out there has the perfect gingerbread house that looks just like the box. I want to know. Well, it's see, not me. I, I always there. buy extra candy for the gingerbread houses because they only oh, give, you, yes. they give you like three peppermints, yes. like two, two jelly beans. You can't do yeah. that. You can't put a, you can't do all that, all those lights on that house. It can't look like Christmas vacation on that, nah. on that gingerbread house, you know? And, oh, and, man, you right. hope. How do you get the, 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 the roof looking the way, like, you know, like all, sh- like I use the snow caps there, you know, so they can like lay out and stuff like that. I, I want to sit back and watch Sarah like do her thing. This is impressive. <laughs> you and my wife are very smart because I am not. But my wife um, thought maybe the same way as you did. And she got like extra candy. And she even got like um, those like throwaway muffin tins. And then she put like, um, like, you know, sprinkles and then, you know, oh, the, she's the, the brilliant. Little, yeah. She tried to get them all set up. So oh, I love it. Station, you know? That's amazing. So, That's really good. That's really good. So we, we pop up in the directions and she's like, should we make them? And I'm like, I don't think so. I'm like, it, it says here that like. It'll take like 15 minutes for like the walls to dry. Then you put that tops on. It's like a minute or two. So we were like thinking back to when we had like these competitions with our friends and we were laughing, thinking about like how um, I mean, granted, you know, we had wine and stuff like that beforehand. So it's yeah. different. But the but the, this was like kids. So, so we were laughing, thinking about like how much of a disaster sometimes it was with getting like, you know, the, the houses assembled. So yeah. we're like, you know what? We can't take that experience away from them. Right, Mike Levine? It's part of the package. <laughs> so, or part of the experience. So, we decided to let them do that. And we're looking. We're, like, showing them directions. We give them teams. We say it's random, which it was. And then um, we, we plop them down. And it, it's, it's sort of mayhem. They're kind of reading. They're not reading. You know, it's very funny. Like, all of a sudden, I look over my son. And, you know, he's like, I got this. Only directions. So, he's, like, he's putting it together. And all of a sudden, I see him putting the roof on. I'm like... That was a very fast 15 minutes that went by. He's like, what? I'm like, you waited about one minute. You had 14 more minutes waiting. So he's like, don't worry, I'll just hold it. So he, whatever, it's fine. So anyway, so they're putting it together, doing their thing. Everything's nice. And then, um, and then we came up with the idea of um, doing like a little game. So um, we, the kids love um, Gimkit and Blookit and Kahoot at school. So we made like a, um, a fun like, um, like Kahoot for them to play. We try to put like all of their. There's a little clue for the parents. We try to put those <laughs> things are free, by the way, for just like small games. We put like their names in the questions. They had a lot of fun. We made all the questions about like you know the holidays and um, threw in a couple of random Frozen questions and stuff like that. Wow, and that sounds then, like an awesome um, time, man. It was cool. They had a great time. And then and then they uh they, you know they sat down and said, by the way, um it's about that magical time for you to find out what your theme is. So we told them that they could do um <laughs> they could do anything that has to do with a movie or or a TV show. We said it pretty pretty wide open, right? Yeah. Now, I was gunning for, like, you know, I was hoping for Star Wars or Stranger Things. One group actually started to try to convince their friends about Stranger Things, and they were like, I haven't seen that. I'm like, oh, man. So they, uh, so these are the groups. Ready? So, we, so group one, uh, very smart the way they did this, was Taylor Swift Eras Tour, because that was a movie technically, so they went that way. Oh, um, okay. Another, right. right? So then they did, like, 1989 on the size Cute. of m um, Another group my son was in did um, The Grinch, and then the third group, um, their house actually started falling apart when they were putting it together. So they oh. decided upon the Titanic, which was very funny. So they <laughs> Brilliant. That's hysterical. Right? I love but it. My wife and I were laughing because it happened one year with our friends, and um, they decided we did like a movie theme like you know, 15 years ago, and they decided on doing it as um, the Wizard of Oz, like, you know, like the, you know, everything crashed down because yeah, the house smart. fell apart. It was ridiculous, you know what I mean? So candy's going everywhere. Kids are having fun. They're like dancing, being ridiculous. And um, we even did like a drawful to like, you know, break up the time, got some pizza. Um, and the thing with Drawful, just real quick side note, Drawful is great. It's a Jackbox game. Um, we're going to do an episode at some point about like fun, like friendly family group get together games at some point. But Drawful, it's a Jackbox game. You could play it on like Apple TV. You could get it on Android. You could get it on probably Kindle Fire, I'm assuming. Xbox, PS5, whatever. It's mm. very simple. It's like almost, um, what's that game where you draw guests and what is wrong with me? What's it called? Guess? What's a drawing game where you, you draw some people, guess what it is? The, um, uh, draw something. Guess what it is? No, like just Charades? a regular Pictionary. No, the drawing Pictionary. Thank you, Pictionary. Pictionary. Wow, I know that my explanation oh, was so, oh, so good. Like actually physically draw. I'm sorry, I thought you were like drawing a card or something. I don't know. Oh, like draw. Oh, like draw. I seriously, like draw from a deck. No, yeah, yeah, yeah Pictionary. Yeah. Thank you. It's, where would I be without you guys? Because apparently I lack the vocabulary word bank to get through life, and you guys are here to get that all worked out. We got so, you. So stuff's going everywhere. Got that done. Had the pizza. Food's everywhere, and I remember just 
distinctly saying, um, you know, guys, we don't have a dog, so uh, try to keep the stuff on the table. Which brings <laughs> us to this episode today is having a dog. And now, listeners, as you uh, may or may not know, as I've complained about, um, not complain, I would never complain. I've been talking about my <laughs> home life and a situation with our pets, sourdough starter, and a Roomba. And that is as far as we take it in the height household. But my two amazing co-hosts here, they do not swear or go by the same philosophy as us. They have hearts. They care. They like animals. They uh, <laughs> they don't find satisfaction Aww. with electronic um, companionship <laughs> or um, a, uh, a, a, a cultural society of sourdough starter that waits for me in the refrigerator every week. But they, yeah, they're awesome. They've got doggos and... Uh, you know, just me saying doggos, I feel uncomfortable saying it. I don't think I should be saying it. It's like cultural appropriation. I shouldn't be the one saying doggos. I even have a dog. So uh, we're here, and we are going to be talking specifically about dogs today. We're going to be talking about kind of the, the um, you know, what's it like maybe to get your dog for the first time, um, especially, you know, sometimes uh, for the holidays. Some parents decide that they're going to go wild and crazy and throw a bow on a dog. Hopefully they mm. get that dog somewhere what are they going to do with it for two days? I have no idea. See, this is out of my realm. I don't know. So they get the dog, maybe give it to the kiddos, and uh, it's it's exciting. Because back when I was younger, I only had birds. So we had birds, and they were flying around the house and scaring my parents' friends and our friends and making a mess. And my dad was changing their cages with uh, their, their, their newspaper, and it was disgusting, and, and they had fish. And that, um, besides plants, is about as far as we took it. <laughs> Except for when I had a gerbil for two days, and then my parents were like, we're Aww. not chasing that thing behind your dresser for uh, for the rest of our lives. So that's going back. So um, <laughs> we are now moving forward to the dogs. So, my friends, um, here we are. And I am curious um, about uh, your your first experience, like when you were younger. When you, Did you have oh, dogs? Did you dog get dogs ownership later? Ownership is fun, man. I mean, it's it's like having another child. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad that you're telling me that because my, my suspicions have been clarified and I'm very happy with my current state of affairs. Yeah, we, we had tons of pets growing up when I was younger. Like, we had cats, do uh, dogs. We had a menagerie of animals. We had a wild duck at one point. We had tons of animals. So over here, I love the pets. What about you, Levine? Yeah, when I was younger, too, I had a bunch of animals, birds, hamsters, dogs, lizards. I don't know. And it's funny because my mom didn't even like animals, but she allowed us to have all these pets. So it was kind of cool. You know, um, when I was having a dog, though, the first I mean, the first dog that I had, um, he was kind, he was really cool. His name was Champ. And uh, my dad got to I mean, my it, the whole naming process is always fun. Like when when you first get your dog, you're like, oh, my God, what's the name going to be? <laughs> you know, you're going yes. over with your brother. And I don't know and your brothers or your sisters or your siblings or whatever. And I don't know why we settled on Champ, but it was it was really cool. And I think that's part that's part of the process of like getting a dog is that going through that fun like the names right and then there's like godzilla jr or uh, <laughs> i can't imagine that godzilla would ever you know? come <laughs> now do they make like dog naming books like they do for children like where you're like you know fifty-five thousand of the most like the most popular names for children this year no they did definitely did not but i mean like yeah i think the naming part was ex like re really fun like so we so don't shop you must adopt because my dad shopped but this is also like the early 90s and we got two dogs who were very sick unfortunately but we named them maxwell and maxwell too because you know we really we really like maxwell maxwell kind of stuck so we're like you know maybe like this that. maxwell wouldn't be sickly and then we had tina and tina was a good little doggy as well um but i got my first dog like my dog not a family dog when i was 17 that was all i wanted i bugged my dad and like because my mom too you saw levine's mom and my mom must have hung out with each other because they both hate animals <laughs> but that she carmen. still allowed us i know that carmen and she's <laughs> but she still allowed us to have all these pets so with tiffany I begged and begged and begged and begged to get her and or just a dog, any dog. I just wanted a dog. And my dad took just me and my brother and we went to the North Shore Animal League. We picked out a puppy and they're like, where's where's your mom? And they're like, oh, she's not feeling good. She knows you're getting a puppy. Yep, she sure does. Yeah. No, no, she no, she didn't. No, no way. she did not. For real? Yeah. Right. So when I brought home Tiffany and she was so cute and I already picked out her name because she was just so pretty. Um, she was a beautiful black and white dog, uh, Labrador Terry mix. And my mom was like, I'm so upset with all of you. I can't believe it. And then an hour later, she's like, let me see the puppy. 
And then she was holding Tiffany like a little baby almost, like belly up. And then she was like, oh, she's pretty. And she's like, we keep her. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you're like, mom, what was the alternative? Like, I, <laughs> I know. I was like, you're not giving this dog back up, you know. But Yeah, when I was younger, too, when we got Champ, like, I, I believe he was a rescue dog. Um, you know, and we had to eventually later give him away. But I remember getting my first actual like my dog between me and my wife and um we went to uh, a dog pet shop to buy it i know you're supposed to adopt but I, I we went to we were looking for a specific dog which was an english bulldog and um you know they just weren't everybody nobody gives them up for adoption <laughs> so we went like to uh we went to this pet shop and uh they put us in like this little circle playpen and they released like i want to say 20 english bulldogs <laughs> you know and, and oh, wow. my wife and i are just sitting there and we're like oh my god this is amazing you know because all these little puppies rushing at yes. us and then you're playing with them they have that puppy smell and their beautiful yes. little puppy paws that are just like untouched by like you know walking and stuff and it was the cutest little thing and then of course shelby uh our well our then dog that didn't uh have a name yet comes up to taylor and i just the way she was licking taylor and the way taylor held her i knew this was it we Aww. were done for and we yep. wound up uh picking out that little puppy and who we later named shelby she was she was amazing you know it was cool i think that's like the magical moment is like when you go shop for an, a pet and like whether it's a little gerbil or a fish or, or a puppy and you're like, yep, that's that's mine. That's it. And I does like I kind of get that same feeling with the North Shore Animal League. It was they're all kept like in little crates and stuff like that. But um, you know, I looked at each dog, each dog, each dog. And then there was Tiffany. She was like awake. She was alive. She was like, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, like alive. Because you know what? Uh, what I mean by that is that because all the other puppies were like sleep. It was like nap time, yeah, I guess, yeah, for them. Yeah. So like they were like meh. They looked at me like whatever. And Tiffany was like so excited to see me. And I was like, that's it. She is. That is her. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one I want. Another reason why it's better to, I guess, adopt. I don't know if it could happen with adoptions, too. But sometimes when you buy pup puppies, like they get kennel cough. And yeah. like I wound up getting when I, when we brought Shelby home that that day, like that she just was very lethargic. She was looking weird and she Aww. wound up getting like kennel cough or some type of sickness. And we actually brought her back that the next day to the pet shop. And we're like, what's going on here? We just bought this dog and it's like, dying. help us yeah. out. You right. know, and they, they luckily they took it into the hospital. They gave it the medication and Aww. you know, uh, so, uh, it was, they had her for like two or three days. She was, it was like an emergency thing. It was like very crazy. Aww, yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But she, she, she was a tough cookie, that little English bulldog. <laughs> that's awesome. Wait. So, I mean, that's awesome. that you're telling listeners about this. That's not awesome. That your dog had a cough. Is that, so that's pretty common. Is that a thing that, okay, uh, yeah, it has a name. That, that yeah. is a thing. Yeah. Kennel cough is common, particularly with like dogs, like no offense, Levine, uh, and at like shops and also to, um, they can get it with like, where they bore, you bore the dog. Yeah. Um, or sometimes getting cat like a cold, you know, but you do have to take care of it. So, yeah. and then another thing they can get, which is when we talk later about the present day pets, is that they can also, even with a breeder, they can have parasites and stuff like that. You have to kind of deworm them and stuff. There's a lot when you are adopting a puppy that you have to invest in and think about because there's some medical costs like off the rip, you know, also to vaccines and stuff like that. So, you know, you got to be, something that's usually be aware. kind of like. Um, yeah, I guess we get into that later, but, yeah. um, you both mentioned like a couple things that was kind of interesting. One was like walking through and finding one that's kind of like lively and kind of like is tapped, like, you know, is ready, ready to jump into your arms. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was something you were looking for. I guess, you know, you kind of know like that, the, maybe the, the personality of the dog, you were looking for that in some way. Yes. And then Mike too. I, I almost picture Mike, I almost picture like celebrities, <laughs> the celebrity puppy interviews where like they're trying to interview them and like the animal jumping all over them. Yeah. But um, that's wild. So so you guys kind of have like a system in place. Is that yeah. pretty common you find like when you're looking for, for a pet, like you kind of have to walk around and, and check the personalities out a little bit? Yeah, it's like what Sarah said when Taylor and I were in the pet store and they released like 20 puppies. You know, I guess that's why they <laughs> released do Released the hound. Yeah. They yeah. literally did. <laughs> they, yeah, they just released these puppies Ooh. and then, you know, they all that's pretty the much, the they all pretty much come up to you. But, um, 
you know, there's just there's one or two, you know, that'll just connect with you. They'll start licking you. They'll they'll just rubbing on you. They just want to be all part of you, you know. And yeah, there's something. You just there's find something that there. connection. Yeah, and I and I think it's different for everyone. Like you know, like some people might want the hyper dog, or you might see like if you're a more experienced pet owner, you know, like the one that's like biting or nipping or, or too quiet and like kind of skittish, you may not want that puppy, you know, because right, right. And depending on your family, like, you know, if you're, if the skittish one is good for you and you're, you're a singleton living by yourself, that might be good for you. But if you have like lots of company, the skittish one may not be a good dog because eventually they might be too skittish around guests and children and they could become a biting dog. So you have to be, you really have to be kind of like, just think about your lifestyle and like the personality and see what's kind of fitting for you. Yeah. Did you both, um, were they, they were, so Mike, you mentioned that Shelby was a puppy, right? Was, um, Tiffany also a puppy, Sarah? Yep. She was, uh, four months old when I got her. So she was a baby. Yeah. And speaking to uh, like puppies, we, so our next dog was, uh, a French bulldog and Ruby, we got her from a breeder. So, and again, I know. I, 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 we wanted a specific type of dog. We wanted to adopt. We, we got a breeder <laughs> too. I, listen, I got an adopted dog and, and a breeder dog. Don't worry. I, know, I'm not, I am I not. I'm not sitting on a, any. Uh, Mike's like five seconds away from being like it's not my fault okay (laughs) the next dog I'm telling you it's gonna be adopted but uh we went to uh, a breeder and uh I liked going through a breeder because um you know they were they were with the dog the whole time they they gave you up like at least my breeder did gave me up-to-date information on the dog and we actually still use the same veterinarian that uh he used uh when the dog was born so and he had a whole history of the mother and the father so there's a lot of like medical history there to take care of them and i guess that's what's good i guess about going through a breeder they they just know the dog at all times whereas you know you could blame them and be like you get it from your mother's side (laughs) yes yeah yeah i see you i know you are basically i mean you know so with Hazel kind of jumping around a little bit. Hazel, who is our current puppy, well, now she's now four years old. She's a big girl. Uh, we got her through a breeder from the Amish, and uh, you know she's breaking Amish, uh, so she's on her she's on her rump springer. We're like, which one wants to come out? Who wants to try the world? Um, but we we looked online, and you know we looked at checked out the puppies like online, and you have to kind of give them like. Hey, we like puppy, you know, like they give them like these little names like Dot. We like Dot. And they say, okay. But we were like, but because it was like half and half in the house. Jean, Sophia, like this one little dog. I forget her name. I think, oh, Dory, Mm. quote unquote. And I really like Dot. Julian was going, siding with whatever I said. And so Nisha liked Dot as well. And they're like, but why? Why? I'm like, I don't know. Just something about her face. <laughs> I just, I could tell that she's it's like, intel- connection. yeah, connection. like I just, even through a picture, I was like, I was like, she's intelligent. And I feel like Dory looks, she looks kind of small and she looks a little skittish. Like, I don't know. Like there's something there. So we, we, but everyone wanted Dory. So like, or the, the two stubborn ones wanted Dory. So we went there. Um, they like unleashed the hounds to all the little puppies came chasing <laughs> out. But Dot, aka Hazel, she was the one that she came up to us first. And then she started playing with all her like brothers and sisters. She was like tossing them around, but she was very sweet. And Sophia was like, Is that Dot? And I was like, That's Dot. That's the one mommy picked out. And so she's like, Oh, I like her. And I was like, I know. And then poor little Dory, she was very tiny. Uh, she might have been the runt, and she seemed very scared of us. And we have a lot of family, a lot of friends that come over. And I was like, that may not be the best dog for us because if she's skittish now, let alone with like the the amount of people that we have at the house in and out, sometimes I'm like, I don't want someone to, something to happen to someone. So everyone yeah. started. Everyone like you know drifted over to Dot, aka Hazel, and that's how we got <laughs> that's how we got Hazel Basil. Um, you know, so she's. She's breaking Amish. Yeah, you really got to well look done. for that personality, yes. Sarah. It's so true, you know, because when when they when they're playing with you or whatever, they could depending on how your family interacts with them, it's all about that little personality that comes out and shines, you know, and it makes that connection for you. Because if they are if they're like, you know, they're lazy or droopy, you know, then you know, maybe they don't want to play as much or they don't want to bother with you and then 
I know Ruby still has the same personality as she was when she was a puppy. She's just always <laughs> running and licking and just like Aww. doesn't doesn't chill. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna treat this episode like dog years. We're jumping right into dog the uh, sort of present time because I think there's so much information that I'm just learning from you guys and so much to divulge. And even thinking about like when our kids were younger, it's not really about the kids so much. This episode's about the dogs because I think we were talking right. about our dogs when we were younger, right? Our dogs. I like how I'm jumping <laughs> yeah. in. I'm taking ownership <laughs> over your Mennonite and Amish dogs right now. Um, <laughs> so the uh, no, this is interesting. So um, let's circle back for a second. So. Um, when your kids were super duper young, did you, did you have the dogs when, um, did you have a dog in the house when your kids were like babies? Like, cause I'm so curious cause we went to friends houses and I saw them having, when they were, you know, they had infants in the house and really young kids when, um, and then I, I thought in the back of my head, like if I had a dog and Jacob at the time and that dog barked and woke Jacob up from a nap, I think I might've come <laughs> completely unglued. <laughs> so how, how does that whole thing work? I mean, no, this, yeah, I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, so I had Tiffany. Uh, she was she was fourteen when she passed away, and Sophia was about four, and Julian was about two, no, it doesn't make work out six, and then he had to be at least two. And this is a true um, test to see if you know your kids' ages now. I know. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, wait, that's not. I completely math. botched that up a couple episodes ago. By the way, <laughs> maybe in dog years it works out. I don't know. So there you go. Um, <laughs> so they definitely Tiffany. So as a young doggy owner 17 i had a lot of time to invest in tiffany i made sure i i every job i worked i made sure i put aside money for her for medical bills um you know for to make sure her upkeep and her lifestyle that she was accustomed to so um which, when, <laughs> it's funny when, you say that because I think of all my other friends that like, you know, uh, sidebar here, just like I have a lot of other friends that are pet owners that are that just feed them steaks and chicken and like all these oh, yeah. lavish no, things, listen, buy them clothes, Tiffany, you know, and it's great. Uh, yeah, you know? Tiffany, t- she had a little jacket, but she also a couple times was almost sent back to the pound as we so my mom would get so frustrated with her because she was she was trained but she wasn't trained probably the best way because i was only 17 either i looked at the library and stuff like that like uh for like advice but i didn't really know what i was doing so she was she was good she wasn't bad but she wasn't the best and um so there were a couple times i'd like take her in the car and be like all right tiff let's go get a a number two ha- uh mcdonald's meal one burger for me one burger for you and, Double burger meal. Yeah. and then then i would drive around for a little bit and then i'll come back and be like oh mom i'm like the animal shelter was closed today i was like we just missed it <laughs> I was like, I'll bring her tomorrow. My mom's like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> um, so, but anyhow, so so we had Tiffany, and um, so she she does she would bark when the doorbell rang, you know. And as she was getting older, she was like a little a little senile, you know. Yeah, deal with the elderly dogs. Sometimes she would bark at nothing because she just felt like it. Um, <laughs> the later years. Yes, the later years, the elderly years. But uh, yeah, she would she would wake up the kids sometimes when they were sleeping, and I would want to strangle her me <laughs> i oh gosh and then like and we never really keep the house quiet when they were little um but like just that that loud bark that jolting up like it would like startle the kids sometimes but i don't know yeah. again like because like there's such just such a part of you and i'm so attached to her i was just like okay it's just like another unruly child in the house that you know just to get, kinda, you just get, the, the kids kind of yeah. get used to them pretty quickly yeah they get used to it and then like you kind of like you're just like desensitized by it so you're kind of just like okay you know like just all the child acting up it all depends too on like the dog maybe you just don't have a dog that's barks a lot you know Mm. or it 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 honestly depends on the dog like uh shelby we had shelby when lucas and elliot were born um and uh, shelby i'm sorry (laughs) lucas ruby shelby who am i talking about uh (laughs) i know before hayden too (laughs) yeah that's a bit of three for a mix yeah so shelby um she was very protective of lucas and uh elliot when they were younger and it was really actually kind of cool um she would sit by them lay by them um you know kind of come to taylor when um when she'd hear them cry as babies, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so, so sweet. It was really, really cool. Um, and I think that's what's great about owning even a pet in the younger years. Yeah, it could be a little bit more work, but they develop like a bond and a connection with the children that you that you 
wind up having and uh, they could grow with them. So it, 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 as much as it could be a pain sometimes with like the barking and stuff, you know, it all depends on the dog and it could also be some great positives to it. You know, is it pretty common? Like, do you find that when um, when you pick the dogs out, like does the personality pretty consistent with um, like when you when you pick the dogs out from the pound or from. Or from the, you know, from the, from the pet store. Yeah. Man, you. I'm kidding. Um, do, does, it, does the personality kind of, is it pretty consistent from the time they were super young? Like, do you still see that same oh yeah kind of like personality oh, yeah. from the moment that you met them? Like the energy or the, the silliness or like whatever? I think so. I mean, like, okay, so Coco is a rescue. We had, we got him, we adopted him like five years ago. Oh, the little puppy. The, oh, yes. He's <laughs> the young, the young lad that he is. Um, so I walked in and my sister-in-law uh, was living with us at the time. And we got this puppy because we just needed something fresh in the house. And she wanted to get a puppy. And so she picked out this, this beautiful dog, Coco. And... She was like, okay, guys, you know, like, like Sophia and Julian come, Sarah come. And Jean was just like, whatever you guys decide, I don't care. And I walk <laughs> in and I was like, oh my gosh, hi, Coco. Coco, <laughs> like, turned his belly up. He showed, like, me his belly, which means, like, he's, like, submissive. And the volunteer that was with us, she was like, oh my God, he's been shaking for the past couple of days here. And he will not do that with us. Like, he looks so relaxed with you guys. So I was sold. Oh, wow. Yes. And I was, like, looking at his teeth. I, his, uh, I guess apparently I'm not a veterinarian because I looked at his teeth. And I was like, it looks like most of them <laughs> most of them are in there. I was like, and Julian liked him. Julian, like, had, I would think, like, some sensory issues when he was younger. He didn't really like small, fuzzy things. Um like there was oh, like that a probably wi- helped out. Yeah, right. there was like a, a wind-up toy that he was like petrified that I got him one time. No kidding. Cats, dogs, like very small ones he was very scared of. I guess maybe he was used to Tiffany, who was big. She was like, not huge, but she was like a 55-pound gal. And um, so I, I think for him, he, he didn't like coincide, you know, like I mean, the connection of like a big dog, a little dog. So he was kind of scared about dogs. And um, with Coco, he like loved him right away. So hmm. the, we're like, how old is he? Three, four. We're like, I was like, all right, older than what I wanted, but that's good. We're getting out of the puppy stage. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's not going to bite and pee and poop everywhere. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. My, sis- my sister-in-law picks him up from, he had to get uh, neutered. He had to get neutered. And they gave, she's like, oh, she's like, the vet said like four or five. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, well, that's older. How long was he in there? Uh, <laughs> he was in there for like, like maybe like two weeks or whatever. No, that doesn't sound like another year or two. No, no, no. So, you know, so, okay, four or five. I'm like, okay, cool. So I bring him to my vet. And the vet, you know, I gave all the paperwork that they gave me, x-rays, things like that. They were very good, the shelter that we adopted him from. She was so impressed. And then she's like, how old is he? And I was like, four or five. And she's like, mm. So she put, like, slapped the x-ray, like, on the wall, you know, like, on the, like, behind the glowy thing. And yeah. she's like, she's like, I would say more like seven, eight. She's like, and I'll tell you why. And then she's point- <laughs> she started pointing out all of his medical issues. The oh, trachea, no. the trick knees, oh, no. the arthritis in the tail, the, oh. mul- the multiple missing teeth that he had. I was like, oh, oh. oh. No. And at that point, Coco, like I could, like it was like a week in, and I could take him off the leash. He knew exactly how to get home. Like he, yeah. he was like he was ours. So I was like, well, I guess I'm stuck with you, buddy. Wow. So now, like every time you go to a vet now, or, or you just walk to a shelter, like the the dog plops in his back and he's like. He doesn't do that for anyone. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. I was like, huh, all right, all right. But, you know, and that's why we got Tiff, uh, we got Hazel because Gene was so nervous with all his health. Oh, he has a heart murmur too, which is a big deal. So uh-huh. Gene was nervous. He was like, oh my God. He's like, this dog could like pass away at any moment. He's like, we need a puppy just in case. And so that's why we got Hazel, the, the transitional puppy, as we call her. The old backup plan. Yes, but Coco's still with us five years later, whether he's 12 or 13. I don't know how old he is at this point, but... Sorry, Mike. Yeah, no, what I was going to say was, speaking about personalities, it's like um, when they go... They're, they're just like children. Like, I can't say that more more because, like, when they go to the doctor, I, I, I have both my my... Uh, dogs that I've had have 
freaked out when they go to the doctor. They start shaking. They know when they go in the car that they're Aww. going. They're going. And then once they they see the vet, they know like, oh my god, that's the vet. And it's not like the vet's ever done anything to them like bad. It's just they don't like going to the vet. And it's funny when I bring like Ruby in, she's like. She's all curled up in my arm. She's like clawing up to like get on top of me because she wants Aww. to. She's scared of the doctor, just like a kid would be scared of the dentist or the doctor or whatever, you know. Uh, and then even with playing, you know, uh, the dogs will. I'll be sitting on the couch and all of a sudden Ruby will jump up on me and she'll like start trying to like lick my ear or nibble my ear or like just to get me to like mess with her and play with her or, you know it, it's just it, their personalities are you know they're very similar to humans they just come they have like these bright uplifting personalities and they get you to move and you know or they could be very sad and like scared you know so it's it's just it's really interesting that's wild. Sometimes I accidentally knock into the Roomba and it starts to like leave the charging port sometimes on its own. And that and then we're like, yeah. Oh no, 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 Roomba, you have to go home now. You're like, heal, yeah. sit and stay. Heal right. Roomba. Heal. You were something ridiculous. So my kids were super duper into Avatar the Last Airbender at the time when we got it. And um they they were like, We need a good name and Ethan's like Avatar Airbender all the way. He's like, I got it. We're gonna call it Dirt Bender. Oh. <laughs> that was the uh, name of the, It's ridiculous. Yes. Well, that's gonna be big again when that show comes out. Oh, I love it. Live action show in a couple weeks. Oh, I can't um, wait for but that. But yeah, no, this sounds amazing. It sounds like you gave some really, really solid advice. Um, a couple of quick things that I want to ask you guys about. Um, if this is a helpful or not helpful thing. Um, dog insurance, yes or no? Is that something that people like feel pressured to get? Is it useful? Is it not useful? If you don't know, I don't know if it's even. No, you're. That's a great question. I mean, like. I have battled with dog insurance back and forth. Like, <laughs> wait, is that I, a back scratcher? Yeah. <laughs> hold on a second. I'm Listen sorry. Wait, 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 hold on a second. I know this isn't the episode about holiday gifts. I was trying but not like, to laugh. Mike Levine is legitimately holding one of those like back scratchers that your kid gets at like one of those holiday it fairs. Is. Like, it could have been it a shoehorn. Like, it could have been a mood oh, ring. It's just dad. It's like, oh, I love it. It's it says a, hands down hands the down, best, best dad, dad ever. ever. This was oh, my my, goodness. my little Ellie Belly gave me this for. Uh, uh, um, I don't know, Father's Day, I think it was, or something. Oh my god, it's amazing! That, that I'm making my shoehorn. Hold on, she got it from school. <laughs> she got it from school, and you know, I just I had a baggage, so it was like perfect. No, that wasn't the insurance policy I was referring to. I was referring to the dog insurance policy. Oh my god, what that's up? amazing. <laughs> We don't let anything go. We're, yeah. We are no. on it. We are on each other. Like one person slips up, we are there to help each other out. No, but as far as pet insurance goes, uh, I've had pet insurance for a dog, and I've not had pet insurance for a dog. And uh, I, I just don't know what the right answer is. I guess you know whatever best for your family budget and stuff. Um, the pet insurance that I had. It when every time I brought the dog to the vet is I was like, oh, is this covered under the insurance? Oh, well, you still have to pay this. I'm like, so why am I paying for pet insurance? Like I get there's like co-pays and stuff, you know, but I still felt like I was paying for more things um, than or like the t thing. I was still felt like I was paying like if I didn't have pet insurance, okay. I should say. And yeah, uh, I, yeah. I just went I've gone without it ever since, to be honest. Sort of no bueno. So yeah. like, so if you're gonna get pet insurance, definitely as with regular insurance, it's for the animal that is younger, not for your yes, a yes. Se se semi a young dog that's now seven, eight, twenty years old who has um, like existing uh, existing <laughs> conditions of uh, so and existing you know conditions. So uh, we fourteen do, year old puppies. We do don't not apply. have insurance for Hazel, but because I did look into it, but um, we go through. Pet Smart, their Banfields Hospital. And they have like a program where you, and now Peco actually has one too, where you roll into a program, you pay monthly something. So it's kind of like insurance, but not. So like her getting spayed was free. Um, any vaccinations is free. Now, the uh, flea medication, I think, is discounted. And, um, like if she came in with a kennel cough, let's say, I would have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. But overall, like her yearly checkups are free. 
so that's like your typical stuff like so, your shots your, your doctor stuff exactly your... yeah so that was for me i felt like a happy medium um that worked for me because like sometimes with a private vet I, with tiffany like i actually took out a whole credit card when i was younger when i was like first able to get a credit card i took it out really for her because i went to one time to emergency vet and for like a little cut in her paw and that cost us an arm and a leg my mom yeah, helped, yeah, my mom helped yeah. me with that wow. but it was expensive so i was like i'm never gonna do that again be caught out like with an 800 dollar bill for like a little cut so wow. um so i was like let me get a credit card for her just in case if she ever needs it so in the back of my mind i have a credit card that's always kind of like and it's a care care credit or something like that too that you can get but i do in the back of my mind have like a credit card that's like kind of like for the dogs like just in case there's an emergency um but oh you know overall like i think like that for me it has been working because you know we go to the vet like they they'll do like the, the claw clipping that's in, like no actually that's charged more a little bit um it's, yeah, it's really. It's, you see I, what I mean? I, I try, no, but uh, no, no, no. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. No, seriously, I'm trying to think. Out, right? Oh, I the know. dental stuff. The dental stuff is included with them, and mm. they have like different packages, quote unquote, that you get. So like Coco's on the highest package because he's old, and Hazel started off in the puppy package, and then now she's moved up to like I guess the teenage package. Um, you know, like that includes certain things. So yeah, I guess I guess it also de- uh, you know in that situation in this situation too it depends on the dog like if you go outside with your dog a lot go to dog parks kind of run around maybe it's best to have the insurance and uh for like the extra care but like ruby all my dogs have been like in-house dogs like don't leave the house <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah. uh <clears throat> they they really don't like um get sick that often or need much of anything other than if they eat like a something they're not supposed to eat from like the kids or something like that but uh i think that's why i kind of like dropped the insurance thing because you know like sarah said you go for like these yearly checkups and instead of like paying monthly like i guess like you could pay once at a shot and uh you know once right out of the bag for everything and then just kind of be done with it and i you know it's all personal preference to be really what about like um like the food stuff like do you is it dry is it wet is it is it make your own we already discussed not making your own um they're not eating risotto and like uh, (laughs) steak but um you just kind of stick to certain brands is there like just in general, you just kind of stick to certain things. So my vet always recommended Science Diet and IMS because they're they are trusted, they are tested, they are scientifically proven. Those brands and um, dry because of the teeth. Because if you give too much wet food, they it can cause more cavities, so you have more issues. Like Tiffany never had any teeth pulled, never had to go under anesthesia for a deep deep cleaning because. Her teeth were pristine because I was also 17. I had nothing else better to do but then brush my dog's teeth every day like me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, hobby. yes, it's, it, I mean, I had nothing else to do. I was just kind of like, let me take care of my, 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 my baby dog. Um, and then my Coco and Hazel, like, you know, I try I, sk- I keep with that. I don't give them any wet food. I give them some table scraps and stuff like that. Um, but what I do find real, and once Coco, he, I think he has like maybe 19th left once they, once they go go they're they're gone i'm sure i have to move over to wet food because that's gonna be easier for him but mm-hmm. um i've been watching a lot on instagram lately i don't know Levine, if you see this is this is, the uh, the raw diet the raw diet like well the diets yeah they, my sister they, does that with her dog they give like 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 uh guinea pigs guinea pigs or what? rabbit yes no. yes really? like 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 but they they're dried out and stuff and then like they like blend food and things like that that'll probably happen in my next lifetime when the kids are in college and i have nothing else to do um, oh my god I, i've been so curious about it because i i, I am tempted to try to make my own doggy treats because i saw some, like an easy recipe but um i'm super curious about that because it feels good. Like I'm like, oh, it's kind of like natural. What they kind of do. This is where I'm yeah, like, yeah. my my Carmen on, where I'm like, okay, give me pigs, you know. <laughs> Moon radish. Moon I, yeah, radish. I asked my sister about it because yeah. my sister is doing the raw diet with uh with her her dog. Yeah, no, I think um, it's now. super fascinating. Like like chicken feet and stuff like that. Like, I mean, they're eating good. Those dogs. I don't know, but right now my kids are eating me out of house and home to let two other dogs <laughs> eat me out of house and home. I don't I don't dogs know. Are I don't eat processed food. I just eat totally natural. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, you mentioned it before, Sarah, and and this is like a big debate, I guess, in the dog world, in the pet ownership world or dog world is uh, table scraps. And it's like, 
do you do you feed your dog from the table or not because you know if you start feeding your dog from the table the table scraps and things then they're going to come to you expecting food and if you don't then you know and sometimes when they come to you they start whining or they start like pawing at your at your leg because they want food and they know you guys are eating and then if you <clears throat> you don't and you train them not to like you could sit there have a full course meal and the dog will lay down and just you know watch and wait you know if something falls oh yeah you know, I wish. So, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, in it sounds our, like once you go down that road, it <laughs> seems like it's kind of hard to go back. Exactly. And that's kind of what's happened with our dogs is we've always kind of fed them from the table. Now, sometimes Ruby sits in the in the how many chairs we have Two, four, five. Yeah. Five chairs at our table. So <laughs> she'll jump up and just sit in the chair and like, OK, sir. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a picture of it and send it to you guys. Please that's do. adorable. That's please. Like, she is like, you know, the sixth family member at the table Aww. sitting there waiting for her plate but um we don't give her a plate we'll, we'll throw her like, scraps and stuff sometimes you know yeah <laughs> and she looks at you and and it's like the saddest thing so we'll throw her some scraps and stuff so i don't know if funny you, she tries to like add to conversation that. you're like oh shelby how was your or um, ruby how was your day <laughs> yeah, exactly that i have to say like tiffany tiffany hazel and coco they all have begged but they don't like incessantly beg they're somewhere in between like i'm gonna sit here and wait and hope or i'm gonna sit here and like just be be quiet (laughs) but coco is notorious he is a roomba he is notorious when i'm cooking he's there he's cleaning up everything anything that falls like whether it's (laughs) (laughs) mike just put some crazy filter like looking like a like uh the jennifer lopez video like Waiting for tonight. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Guys, this is totally random. In the new Ma- Apple operating system, I totally forgot that if you put like two thumbs up or if you give like two rock star signs, you'll get like a laser light show in your oh, video camera. Man, he looks this like is just Jack- good information to know that I forgot about. All of a sudden, you look over and it's like a bad 80s rock concert over here. Uh, no, like Mikey from the block over there looking awesome. <laughs> um, so, like, so when Tiffany passed away and the kids were so young, um, I didn't realize how much she cleaned up after them. All suddenly, like the floor was dirty, and there was like so many th- scraps on the t- on the floor, and it was because Tiffany was cleaning up after them. Oh, I didn't. That's the I never best. appreciated how much Tiffany worked hard for this family. <laughs> Uh, you wow. know. Well, you're reminding yeah. me of like this, oh this after, uh, having my kids do the gingerbread thing. I'm like, where's uh, Tiffany? Can we yes, her? you yeah. sure oh. could have. Uh, you know, and then H- Hazel and Coco, Coco, because he's a rescue. I don't know what his former life was like, but I, I suspect it was, uh, you know, dog eat dog kind of world because he will eat anything that's on the floor, whether it's good for him or bad. And I have to chase him after most of the time. But like it was like a little chunk of sweet potato falls on the floor, flies out, you know, after being chopped, he will grab it and he'll run with it. And I'm like, really, really, Coco? He's like, I'll just chew in that for a while. Yes. Right. But his gummit for his nine teeth. Meanwhile, (laughs) Hazel looks at it and she's like, oh, my God, so pedestrian. I wouldn't eat that. (laughs) You know, so. She's just like a loser. That's yeah. another great thing. It's like you went having a dog and you drop stuff on the floor. They will eat and they're like little vacuums. They're little. They, they will eat everything and clean up your mess. You know? Yes. So yep. Let's. Uh, yep. I think it's probably time to hear what those experts say, because I'd be curious to see if you guys are uh, feeling good about all your awesome advice. And I feel listeners feel like they did give some really solid advice because as somebody who, well, is still not swayed, but um, I still feel very inspired by what they had to say because it sounded like these guys definitely know what they're doing. One of these um, days. Mike, what do we got for the, the uh, advice from the article from this week? Yeah, so we kind of saw this article that says how kids benefit from pet ownership, and uh, it talks about, like, how they can relieve stress uh, for kids, teaches them uh, some, like, unconditional love and acceptance, and... Uh, it also helps build empathy and kindness, uh, alleviate, alleviates loneliness, um, strengthens literacy in children. I, I, I'm not too sure about that one, but uh, OK, we'll go with it. We'll roll with it. Uh, and That's if you're if you're reading to your dogs. <laughs> yeah. So 
we'll spend it. We'll have another episode on reading uh, with our kids. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. for yeah. now, we're not going to base our entire reading uh, uh, situation on reading with their pets. I, I would I say, like, idea, I, I would say, like, going to like the library or Googling, like, researching, because that's what I used to do when I was younger. So that's where the literacy part for me comes. Oh, that's in. better than like you saying, know? "Okay, puppy, it's time for time for your yeah. book tonight." Yeah, yeah, but it also promotes physical activity too, and I like that one because mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially with with dogs running around, uh, chasing them. Playing fetch, uh, walking them, uh, definitely gets your kids moving. You know. You said your dog never leaves the house. <laughs> walking them <laughs> in the perimeter of the house. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And I was drunk. Also, let me tell you something. Lucas, the Godzilla that he is, does Godzilla fights with Ruby. So, uh, the and those get pretty intense. You know, and <laughs> with their with their short little arms. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's pretty funny. So he gets a, he gets kind of a workout that way. See, so. That's good. One thing that I kind of like that you mentioned also is uh you know the responsibility, um, the unconditional love and acceptance because that's 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 like a big thing. It's hard to teach kids about caring, right? You could show them mm-hmm. through actions how to care, but like actually having the responsibility and taking care of something or someone is is that's not that's not easy to teach. So that's kind of uh Yeah, or be, or, cool. or being concerned for the animal. Like if your animal's scared of fireworks, like knowing like, oh, it's like fourth of July, we gotta make yeah, sure yeah. that your dog is happy or you know, like sometimes my kids have noticed like uh Hazel, she seems like maybe like a little sad. And they're like, Why is Hazel sad today? I'm like, I don't know. You may she needs more loves, you know, like and they'll like kind of rise to the occasion and take care of her, you know, a little more. Yeah, and also even just feeding the dog mm-hmm. and giving it water, you know, playing with it, giving it that love and attention, like you said, teaches them those responsibilities to be and to be empathetic towards it. I, I really like that one, too. I think you found a good one this week. Um, all right. So uh, I think we're, you know, we're ready to, to jump on out of this part of the show and get ready to hear about what awesome Parenting Unplugged we have next. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have time. Uh, if you have questions, comments for us, a topic, an idea, a parenting story, a dog story, a fail, a dog fail that you experienced, <laughs> you can contact us. Maybe you can tell us about an upcoming birthday for your kiddo. You can leave us a message on our Hey Other Parents voicemail line at 559-537-5437. Or, since you never remember that, 559-537-KIDS or 559-LAY-KIDS if you're feeling fancy and French and want to get that going. L-E-S-K-I-D-S. Uh, two, you can email the show at heyoftheparents at gmail.com. Keep it short, keep it weird, and we will most likely keep it for the show. We can't get to everyone, but we will keep those emails related for a close-by topic, and we do have a mailbag episode coming up soon. Three, join us on Instagram at heyoftheparents, and we will try to keep you up to date on show info, polls, ridiculous AI images every day. Um, if you have questionable pairing moments, please take a picture. If it's appropriate, we might even keep it for our feed. All right, so we are back for Parenting Unplugged. Time to unplug. Don't forget that you'll be a better we if you take care of me. So, Mr. Levine, I, I, I hear I hear it's not just dinosaur time. I hear it's, uh, was it kaiju? Not kaiju. What are they called? What are kaijus, big called? you're right. Yes, this week. Oh, I am right. This okay, cool. I got nervous that I, I was talking Godzilla about cute little animals. Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, Godzilla x Kong, the sequel to Godzilla vs. Kong. The trailer dropped, and it was epic, and this was a family. I know it's... This is a family event. We had to watch it. Um, I watched it many times with friends and colleagues because it was so cool. And you have to watch it because there's this new, new, crazy Kong type guy. I don't even know what he is. It's like an orangutan. And Godzilla and Kong have to team up to take him down. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's oh, really cool. That's really cool. I'd like to see King Kong okay. and uh, him like sit around and make plans. Like, what, how do you think we should go about this? I, I don't know. Rawr. I'm slightly interested now. I might have to see this. I'm interested. <laughs> oh. You got to see it. And it comes out in, I think it comes out in April on my birthday. Ooh. Yeah. So it's I'll like probably. a special birthday episode coming up. Probably go see that. You know, oh, yeah. and where do, and it's the theaters or is it uh, streaming? It will be in theaters. Ooh. All right, sweet. All the popcorn. All right, Sarah D. What do we got? Okay, so I've been following this uh, TV series called Power. It's produced by Fifty Cent, and it's just like it's 
this gritty show, uh, you know, like drug dealings and things like that, you know, like totally because my life is like that. And um, so <laughs> there's a now th that series has ended and there's now Raising Canaan. And it's so good because Patina Miller, she's an excellent lead. She's a Broadway actress. She does so many cool things. Um, she is just I watch it, I think, just for her um, because she's amazing. <laughs> her acting skills are awesome. And also, too, like it's like the 80s vibes right now. So you're definitely like looking at things and you're like, oh, my God, I remember that oh, style. Cool. And like, that's really cool. And the music is awesome. Um, but the character, the storyline is, is really interesting. It's like nitty gritty if you're into that uh, kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's definitely a watch. It's on stars, and uh, it's something my uh, my husband and I we've been obsessed with. And like, there's been other like offshoots too, like different character roles um, that they kind of like developing more of the storylines. But I think this one is probably the best one because Kanan is uh, a drug dealer in power, and we don't really know much about him other than he's like really powerful. So we're kind of seeing how he became who he is. And um, oh, it's, that's it's, cool. just, it's a great show. We're on season three, episode three. You know, definitely, it's a watch. I, I would watch it. Can people jump in right to this show, or do they have to watch like other? No, yeah, should you, we watch parts season first? one? No, no, you don't. Like Raising Canaan, like you should watch season one, but like you don't need to know the power storyline in order to mm. watch this one series. The other ones gotcha. you might have oh, that's to cool. because they kind of based off on this. This one's totally like its own thing. It's so good. The nice thing about like stars and stuff like that is if you use like um like Amazon or like YouTube TV, or whatever else, mm -hmm. you could like subscribe for a month and then like drop it after you're like you know because yeah. it's like a seasonal kind of thing you yeah know? it is yeah. it is oh let's check it out all right guys i've been talking about it i've been holding it it is here <laughs> so my friends i'm not sure if you are aware out there but sometimes sometimes when you're on the internet you stumble across something magical what's that you say <laughs> oh that is that is a wonderful little sound of uh, the automaton now let me tell you something this if I was just having kids, I would say that this would maybe not be appreciated from a gift from like, you know, a family member to your kids because it's going to make a lot of noise. But when your kids are a little bit older, if you're looking for something that maybe grinds on your gears a little bit more than a recorder, there is this amazing <laughs> Japanese instrument that's like a synthesizer meets guitar. Well, anyway, so there's this guy who makes like crazy music stuff, like all these weird little instruments and stuff. And this automaton is one of them. And what it is, it's like a synthesizer that um, it's like you can hold it easily in your hand as a strap. And you could use like one finger and play it almost like a guitar. And it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So Jacob found these like videos of like people playing these cover songs with this automaton thing. And he he's like, I want one of these. And he wanted one for Hanukkah. And my wife and I were like, all right, I guess so. And then in the, and within the same breath, I was like, I think I should get one too. <laughs> so now we both have them. They're absolutely insane. And they are so funny. We were, I was trying to like just like show him how to play some stuff. He plays cello and stuff like that, but um, and plays piano. He's a pretty, pretty musical kid. But I was like trying to show him, like you know, it's time, it's time to, it's time to look at other music. So we, uh, I, I tried to show him like the White Stripes. So we were playing like Seven Nation Army on this. Oh, that's was ridiculous. awesome. That's so awesome. I'll have to, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to post like a, uh, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can see like some guy jamming out on it. But it's like it's they're about sixty bucks on Amazon. I'm on a sale and and they're ridiculous. They throw help batteries in. And I would suggest that if you get one, um, that they sell like a deluxe one. The deluxe is like the bigger size one, um, and they sell. I think it's called a Neo. The Neo is a smaller one, but they sell a lot of other versions of them. But I would say those two in particular, um, I would uh, pay attention to because what is beneficial about those two is that they have a headphone jack, which Ooh. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you just gotta have the kids put the headphones on so they <laughs> don't hear the drum. Or even if I'm playing, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's awesome. Um, there's really not really much way to describe it, but what's most ridiculous about it is uh, if you're familiar with if you're familiar with guitar, with like a wah wah pedal, like Jimmy Hendrix, like that wah wah wah. There, um, you these, these things have a face on them. Yeah, a squishy face. So, um, I love it. Yeah, it was like a little squishy face, right? <laughs> like hello. Um, and what uh, is cool about it is when you're playing the when you're playing it, you can kind of like let me just do. do. You can, um, that was really obnoxious, right? I so love it. So you can actually make like a wah wah sound by squeezing the face, which is ridiculous. Or you could play like, let's see if I can do it. No, we didn't hear it. No, we didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear no. it. Oh, well, you'll hear it in the recording. <laughs> Isn't that sad? All right. Well, just in your minds, believe that I played the most amazing riff of uh, Seven Nation Army that has ever been played in the history of Seven Nation Army. I totally you believe you. Okay. So you mentioned that there was a Kirby one, and it is absolutely yes. adorable. 
There is a curvy one. That's a deluxe one you could get too, which is the bigger one that has the headphone jack, which is the way to go. <laughs> yes. And then there's a, a blue and white one that has a little sassy. Yeah, like they're basically all thing. the same. Um, as like within within the like within the size of them, like it's like buying a car, I guess, right? So like all the Civics and all that, you know, all the Accords, <laughs> like they're all the same. You know? So like if you buy a deluxe, that's a bigger size one. If you buy like a Neo, it's a smaller size one. But they do sell the Neo and the Techno. This is where things get kind of wacky. Like if you're insane, like I am. Um, the techno and the neo, you could plug into like your phone with an app, and you could like tweak the sound. So there's like an electric guitar sound. You could do all the other things. So if you want to go really nutty, you can. But with the deluxe and the neo, if you feel inspired to really like blow the walls down, you could connect them to amplifiers. Ah. People have done that. A, Should you? Probably not. The, but you can. There's a, a, a Goody Tama one that if you ever seen the uh, the show on Netflix with like the, little, the, the face, the, the, little, the, the, the little egg. It's so sad. Oh He's just kind of like living his life. I love him. Oh my god. Okay, I might have to get one of these. Sarah D. I well. think what we need to do is we need to get like cases and we need to throw them on our backs. I think we need to bring them to work yes, with us. Yes, and just Ooh, rift. Uh, that'd be cool. Mike's like, don't leave me out of this. We this will, is not okay. We'll be high on I want to be part of the gang. You should be. Yeah, man. If Come you buy on. a Techno, um, they come in two colors. They come in black and white. But if you want to buy, like, that's, like, the ones plugged into the phone. If you want the ones that, like, you could just use, like, the del- I would say oh, if you're going to go for one that's, one. like, bigger, like, a bigger kid, go go for, like, a bigger, like, a larger adult or, like, you know, like <laughs> little baby ones. They do sell bigger ones. I would say that you probably want to get a Deluxe or a Techno because they're just bigger for your hands. If your kid's younger, like, they're, like, I don't know, like, they're maybe, like, in uh, first grade, second, third, second or third grade, maybe you want to get the smaller ones that's probably how i would generally say it might be done Pretty but cool. um random small ridiculous cute and um you know grinding on your ears so it's a great gift for yourself <laughs> or for somebody else and uh always remember that um give it to a, give it to a child um if you don't live there that's a good thing is for another a nephew or niece right mm. all right on that note um i think we are out of time uh, for the pets. Apparently, I have all kinds of pets except for actual animals. I have uh, a, a, a face on an instrument. I have a sourdough starter, and I have a Roomba. But at some point, maybe... Well, no, let's not even go there. So, I think we're out of time, and I think that's going to wrap up this episode of uh, of Doggos. Um, I think Sarah maybe said it with Release the Hounds. That may be the name of the episode. We'd like to take a moment to thank our listeners, our tip jar supporters for donating to the show. If you want to help support this show to allow us to keep making episodes like this, we do have a tip jar set up and using uh, Stripe, which is like, you know, just like a money app, whatever. Um, in our show notes, members will get access to a bonus episode each month. If you have time, we'd greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on the Apple Podcasting app or Spotify. Search for the show, scroll down for finding ratings and reviews, throw some stars, write some banter. Um, we'd always appreciate it. It helps us find more listeners to listening to us uh, talk about this parenting thing. Uh, we can't wait to explore this parenting thing again next week on Hey the Parents because it's the three of us and all of you. Don't forget to hug those kids and charge your Chromebooks and feed your dogs. That's going to do it for me, for Sarah, and for Mike. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey the Parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Deservines, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you will consider going to our show notes and supporting us through our Stripe tip jar and consider becoming a member. Doing so supports us and gives you access to an exclusive Hey of the Parents episode each month. Find us online on Instagram at Hey of the Parents or send us an email at HeyOfTheParents at gmail.com or a voicemail. Don't be bashful. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time.